0: Join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility.
1: We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs) This This is Higher consciousness.
0: Consciousness. back to higher consciousness season six episode Six. 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 yep where's six, the six. other six at well we'll we'll throw in the six the other six in later
1: is it the sixth no it's not yesterday six. was
0: the sixth though we
1: missed it by a day damn it Shit.
0: <laughs> that's okay but welcome back we're so happy to have you back um this episode is going to be really exciting we are going to be talking about Mama Aya, or otherwise known as Ayahuasca.
1: Well, we did the, the father last time with the boga.
0: Yep, so we so, were like, let's do the mother.
1: Gotta do the mother.
0: Yep, gotta have both the divine feminine and masculine as a part of this. So. Gotta,
1: gotta get that mother action. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Sounds weird. <laughs> Can't get here without mom. Yeah. Can't get here without mother. <laughs> we That's wouldn't
1: be here without mother.
0: Yeah, well... It's really interesting about why they call her the mother and stuff, and we'll get into that in a moment. So if you aren't already following us on Instagram, please do so at higher underscore consciousness underscore talk.
1: Liz works so hard on it, y'all.
0: Yeah, I do. I do my best to stay up to date. I am also running other social media accounts, too. So I do my best to make sure to give everybody the amount of attention that they need. But it's a, oh, whoa, look, it wants me to add, it's our birthday, which Our was back was in Se- yeah, it was which so was in September.
1: Wish us, wish us, Mary, Mary, birthday.
0: Yeah, Mary Jane, birthday.
1: <laughs> Mary, Mary Jane, birthday. Wouldn't that be cool if we remembered the day that we started smoking Mary Jane, and that was your Mary Jane birthday?
0: <clears throat> I mean, I remember the day that I started. I bet you I can go back and like figure out exactly Ooh. like the day that you I started what? smoking it. I can I tell think you, I, I started could sp- too. Yeah, really.
1: Because I was traveling and it was during it was during uh christmas time uh-huh. and i bet i could probably look in the calendar and go back and figure out exactly the night because i was only there for like i think four or five days yeah something like that i bet you i could figure it out
0: oh that would be Weird. so cool i would have to mine go back is definitely out.
1: december around christmas time
0: well mine was definitely around memorial day which was may
1: oh you're um, just coming up then
0: yeah, mine was coming up. I oh, remember that's specifically because it was shor- shortly blunt after cake. I broke up with my my ex. Um, I did try smoking before, but nothing ever really happened. So. What
1: if it was like a regular cake, a blunt cake? but instead of the candles, <laughs> it was a cake. bunch of joints? <laughs>
0: I don't know if I could do smoke all of that. No, but
1: you would celebrate. Would, would celebrate. other people. Yeah, like it would be like a regular birthday party. You would have people come over and stuff. <clears throat> and every person would bring their own joint. And they'd each put their own joint on, on the, the cake, birthday cake. And they'd all light it. And then as a wish after, everybody takes their own joint. And that's your
0: wish. I got my wish. I got my wish. <laughs> and smoking the wish. That's taking so it I in. That's pretty cool. It. And the sun came out just for us to do this episode.
1: No, it's just, just for cool. that idea
0: i like that i mean my 30th birthday is coming up this year so it's oh a big one. Oh, shit i know man i know i'm still debating on what i want to do i'm not even sure what i want to do i have so many ideas dave yeah, yeah. but okay 30 so before... joints in one day no i don't know about yeah then i won't be awake for my birthday
1: <laughs> 30 grams <laughs> yeah. of mushrooms
0: sweet Holy shit, 30 what was, what grams? Was what was it? There was
1: a guy, there was a shaman. 10 grams. There was a, no, there's a shaman oh. that used to do those. Can't remember his name now. Um, we talked about it at that Mushroom 101 class. He did like 30, like, yeah, he would do like mega 30 grams. heroic doses. Yeah. Like. yeah.
0: Well, because he would do it specifically for self exploration and spiritual evolution. Yeah. Um, and which the other thing I thought was really interesting, that we'll get into this insanity. too, about how mushrooms were considered the children of the earth.
1: Well, see, I didn't um, think about that before until I heard that today. Yeah, me neither. All so, right. okay, We're getting yeah. ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What okay. Are you doing?
0: All right. So today, what strain is this? Do you know?
1: Uh, I believe it is. It's on the thing about Bob over there. Of
0: course, and I just put it yeah. away. Yeah,
1: um, I can't remember exactly. Last time I got dub- double
0: mint.
1: Yeah, double mint. I think maybe. Okay. Maybe. I think it's double mint. If I can't not, remember. If
0: it's not, yeah, no. Something I think it's like that. that. I'm pretty sure it's double mint. So we have double mint well, today.
1: All the background noises that I, I get know. in this podcast is ridiculous.
0: And we're only doing half a joint today because earlier today I needed to smoke because I was having a hard time eating this morning. Um, and we didn't want to smoke too much today. No, we don't want to smoke too so, much today. And, half a joint it is. Yep, and thank goodness Mary Jane is so great about nausea and things like that. N- naja. I could like eat and things like naja, that. Naja. Yeah, we need to go get more, we just haven't done it yet. Naja so. gabor. Yeah. <laughs> naja gabor, exactly. That
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, was funny. Topical reference in the sixties. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's all all you, babe. (laughs) That reference was all for all
1: of our older audience. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hardy, hard, hard. Hope you enjoyed it.
1: All right.
0: All right. Are you ready? Always. Ooh, I should tell people what's on the altar real quick before we discuss this. Real quick, um, So today, we created a nice little mini altar for Mama Aya for uh, Ayahuasca. We actually have a oracle card that says Mama Aya, which we have in the center here. We opened up earlier with my Enchanted Forest Bundle and my Requireme uh, spray to call on our ancestors. That's a good pronunciation. Um, thank you. I also have my Rainbow Obsidian Divine Mother here. Rainbow Obsidian is really good about getting down into the depths of the soul, especially the subconscious, and it can be incredibly healing. It can show you your shadow and shed light on them and help you Find a way to bring peace to those things. We have green opal here to help open up our heart chakra. We have my jaguar whistle that I got at Teotihuacan, Mexico. Do it, do it, do um, it. Yes, I'll do it here for a moment. This is a I use this in a lot of my limpias. You'll see a lot don't of other afraid, shamans uh, cleanse of this. Yes, we don't have really an actual loud. jaguar. So it is a jaguar whistle, and it does sound like a jaguar. So okay, ready? We're gonna do it right now. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! Wild beast. This is
0: one of my favorite tools to do healings with. It can be beast. a little scary at first, but it's really good for scaring away shit.
1: Dude, you use that <clears throat> when you were doing your Olympia when you cleansing on I me, mean, and... and I was tripping on mushrooms, and I fucking swear to God, I was like, I am out in the jungle right now, and it's pitch black, and there are jaguars surrounding me. Yeah. Yeah, it was
0: intense. It was yeah. very intense. Anyway, it was continue. fun for me. And then we also have <laughs> this um...
1: <laughs> Okay.
0: <laughs> um it I, we also have this Mexican uh, glass to symbolize the cup of drinking of the brew. Mm. And I don't have anything ayahuasca related or anything close to it. So, I Do did you just go in put this country? Yeah, we'll talk about that again. Um well, some of it is, but some of it isn't, actually. Um, so
1: It's an interesting situation.
0: Yeah, it is an inter- interesting situation. But we also have some tobacco leaves in this cup as a offering, oh. as a gratitude to Mama Aya. So. Right. Okay, now we can do the blessing. God,
1: seven and a half minutes. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. What are
0: we doing? Do you want to do the blessing this time, since you did it last time, or you want me to do it no, this time? No, you can do it this time. Oh, okay. 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 Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's take a deep breath. <sighs> Bless you, Mary Jane, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for this moment in time of us coming together for this ayahuasca episode. May, we wa- may what we have to say spread across the world and may it open the hearts and the minds and the perspectives of those who are listening. <clears throat> may this give and shed light on ayahuasca and encourage people to see her for her beauty and her medicinal values that she's been giving us for thousands and centuries, many, many years. Thank you for your abundance. May we receive more of an abundance of you later today. May all of those who are listening also receive an abundance of Mary Jane, too. And may you know that you are blessed and loved and supported. And may this be a dope episode. So dope it be. So dope it <clears throat> So since I'm lighting, why don't you start, baby?
1: All right. Well, as you stated... Mama ayahuasca is a mama. It is not to be trifled with. It is serious, serious business. Yes. Um, pretty much everything that we talked about, I mean, I I would consider everything to be serious business, right? But ayahuasca, I mean...
0: It a out different of all level of, the, of seriousness. Yeah,
1: out of all of the different psychedelics that we have researched, it seems to have this air of extended um reverence Mm -hmm. right and i think one of the things that really stands out to me about ayahuasca is the fact that it isn't just one thing in order to it's It's the only
0: psychedelic plant too right it's the
1: only psychedelic that requires two different things to come together in order for you to have the experience.
0: And so we should tell people what the, the what comes together. Well. For those who don't know.
1: Before we get into the specifics, I just wanted to say that I feel as though like that in and of itself lends a certain air <clears throat> of like existential mysticism about it. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. out of all of the thousands of different genius of plant in the Amazon jungle, because this originates in the Amazon jungle. Mm-hmm. How could they have figured out that these two things going together produce this experience?
0: Well, we we're we going to find that out right now. They sung to the people on, of the indigenous cultures. So, And as we were saying before, that this is one of the only psychedelic plants where you need two things. So it's essentially the ayahuasca plant, the leaves, and then the, uh, let me find it, the... I spelled it two different ways, the chakruda chakruda root. Chakruda. And those things mixed together with the ayahuasca leaf create the psychoactive component of ayahuasca. And um, as we said too, she is the mother, she is considered the master plant, and she does have a level of seriousness, and this is not something for everybody. I don't think psychedelics is truly for everyone, as much as I would love for that to be the case it just isn't, and there's a lot of preparation that goes into ayahuasca in particular, um, and the fact, like you said too, like the fact that we've were they were able to discover these, out of all the plants in the jungle is insane, and this is how they they figured out they figured this out by sleeping under the the nayorua tree or the nayorua tree, and um, in their dreams the the tree which was known to be full of wisdom told them about the ayahuasca plant with the root and told them to go look for it and that it would be singing to it, and you would hear its calls and then to pray over it, to prepare it, and then drink the brew. So this tree, through their dreams, basically told the people in Peru um, and in the Amazon how exactly to prepare this. And they only sing to people who are open to it and are coming already at a space of higher frequency. People who who are truly open to the knowledge of plants, who are truly open to learning from plants. But those who are also willing and able to hold their secrets. Ayahuasca is so old that we really don't know how old it technically is because many of it has been left up to oral traditions and myth. It wasn't until more, I think, within the recent couple thousand years that we actually started seeing, like, scripture and literature and other things about it because this was, and this is considered such a sacred plant, that this was something that it was passed down through oral tradition, but that was the only way that you can know. You had to have the privilege... um, to be able to receive that knowledge, which I think that alone tells you how mystical, magical, meaningful, and in depth that this plant can get.
1: Well, in these two s- substances, it's a it's a it's a leaf from a plant and a bark from another, and the leaf from the plant. I mean, you can just eat it without the bark, and have it would have no effect on you whatsoever, so the bark is needed. You need to brew the two together because the bark has a blocker. A I'm gonna totally fucking butcher this. It's like a an, an <clears throat> amino like
0: amino amino.
1: I can't remember the fucking they they how they pronounce it, but it's like uh, it blocks the 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 receptor from. Or it, it prevents it from, like, just being passed through our system. So the, the dimethyltryptamine is in the leaf. And <clears throat> if we were to just take the leaf, it would just completely go through our system. We wouldn't be able to absorb it at all. Yeah. And the bark allows you to block that like enzyme or whatever that breaks it down so that it literally like can be absorbed into your system into your brain Mm -hmm. into the nervous system so that you can have the experience yeah and it's not like any old bark will do this you know you need that specific one so it's amazing that these people were even able to bring these things together so that's why i feel like it really does lend a lot of credence to that that myth that story mm-hmm. um and I, I feel like within that experience there there's another level of like you being part of it like you being like modern medicine is all about taking it and forgetting it you Yeah, know? Like, like there's not, no
0: integration there's yeah, just no like uh, it's gonna
1: do its own work you know i you don't, don't have do to anything. yeah i don't have to worry about it you
0: don't have to think about it you just pop a pill and that's it
1: and with this, it's no, it's like, even from people that we know personally, that, who've done this, they tell you, honestly, you get more out of the experience, not during the actual ayahuasca trip, but in the integration period that follows after.
0: Speaking of, we did talk briefly about <coughs> an ayahuasca experience with a guest in our one of our earlier episodes. It was the episode about psychedelics. With our friend Chelsea, who actually did go to the Amazon and did uh, participate in an ayahuasca I That's crazy. I mean, and I just, I just saw her on Monday.
1: I have been t- I've been Tuesday. kind of wanting to do that ever since I first started my spiritual awakening like 10 years ago. Um, yeah, me too. I, I even looked it up on the internet once. and found, oh, you did? Yeah, I found a website where you can book a whole trip. I mean, it was like two grand or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's um, about right.
1: But I mean... Uh, at the time I didn't have the money but I was considering it and I thought oh wow like and it's funny because at the time I didn't know like all the details of it either like I didn't know that like going into it you're basically going to probably be terrified and you're probably gonna piss and shit yourself and like throw up constantly
0: well yeah if you but, put it like that then yeah of course you're gonna well because so what Dave is getting at is like ayahuasca is a very it's not just a spiritual psychoactive, um, psych, like it's, it's not just something that you're going to just visualize and see trippy shit. No, this is going to hit you in every aspect of yourself, especially physically, like our physical aspects, physically getting rid of things. So for example, the purge or la purga is something that you'll, you'll hear a lot about, which is the physical outlet of release and healing of whatever you are healing and detoxing from. And that's like just how energy just works people like that's just what it is like energy everything is energy and it eventually will transmute into physicality most of our sicknesses and illnesses are from stress that has been transmuted into physical triggers because of trauma. Our, our trauma and yeah. like things like that so, so there is a physical aspect, so this is going to help heal you on a mental level, on a spiritual level, and on a physical level, and on an emotional level, too. Did you say so, physical
1: twice? Maybe. I can't remember.
0: No, I don't think I did. <laughs> so it's going to hit every aspect of it. It's a very intense medicine, and you have to be ready for this. And like Dave was saying, too, like you're essentially like... Basically, saying by you going to, like, if you're gonna go to the Amazon at least, because ayahuasca has really been growing and now you can actually go and participate in ayahuasca uh, ceremonies outside of the Amazon. I believe there's actually one in Ann Arbor, not too far from us. Say, what? Yeah. So there's. That's not in Peru. I know. (laughs) So there's different ayahuasca churches popping up around the world because of those experiences in the amazon mm-hmm. so you know you're basically signing up to go out in the middle of the jungle where you don't like it's completely detached from the world that we're used to you're you're really thrown in nature and it's not only that you have to have and go through an incredibly intense diet to even participate in the ayahuasca ceremony it's no red meat no sex no smoking like, we wouldn't be able to even smoke cannabis. No, no oil. No oil, no salt, no sugar, um, no alcohol. I think there's, like, a couple other ones, too. So, like, you have to really... You're stepping into a space of purity, and there. the intention is, is for you to be very focused on the spiritual aspects and, like, prepare yourself for what you're about to endure. And, again, like, it is... Mother ayahuasca is essentially the divine feminine, the mother of all psychedelic plants, the divine feminine of this earth in in a sense, she is the principle of what a woman in creation is. And so she shows you things. And she often comes up uh, through what being like a guide, and she like communicates to people. Dave and I have not had any of these experiences. These are just based off of the what we've like researched or what we've heard from friends or other people that Personal have participated accounts. yeah, have actually like taken right. an experience.
1: I mean to me the other thing that's so like interesting about it too is, you know, they it's it is much more like a um a retreat. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you're not necessarily not saying like self. Yeah, like I'm just gonna Take some ayahuasca on a Saturday night and like Mm-mm. have a good old fucking time. You know, it's not about that, it's about like true healing, you know. Like you go right. you go there looking to find ways out of your pain or out of your fear, mm-hmm. anxiety or whatever that plagues you.
0: You need um, a guide for this.
1: And it's ayahuasca is a guide and it appears to you from what Many describe, you know, as a literal entity of some kind, and it comes in different ways. I'm sure everybody's different.
0: There's always um, a repeat of the of an eye, mm-hmm. and it being Mama Aya, and then um, like all the lots of visuals. You know, people saying
1: like it's always watching you but it's watching you with this sense of, like, love and support. It's mm-hmm. not, like, that, mm-hmm. like, judgy, like, I'm always watching you. I'm a fucking elephant. I'm sitting on a shield.
0: Yeah, it was just from a place of deep love and deep compassion. Um, a lot of people report seeing jaguars. Um,
1: mm-hmm. And an anacondas. Yeah. You know, like
0: other plants
1: probably where the egyptians because i mean hey like who knows maybe there's some kind of like ayahuasca-esque like experience that's been you know had by the egyptians that you know saw like the you know dog-faced people and like the cat-headed like you know gods and stuff and stuff like that i wonder
0: if the egyptians even did like
1: Con- just instant research. In the, in the moment, the beauty, we're just, like, That's coming the up beauty with thoughts of the world, like, right? Google that shit so we can expand our they consciousness did. Oh, together. Oh, we know that they did
0: mushrooms, but other than that, they did, there's not much really other...
1: Well, I mean, if you do Heroic...
0: Some of the, the sacred blue lily plants.
1: Which I always thought... I... Yeah,
0: they grew mushrooms, but I don't yeah. see... Like, I mean, we talked about that in our mushroom one, but I don't think that there's any other kind of psychedelic other than, I know blue lotus is definitely, like... We've smoked it before. I've drank it as a tea. Drink it's it. a It's a euphoric... Oh, yeah. ...plant Drink that it. can kind of create psychoactive, like, experiences. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway.
1: But so... You know, the idea of coming together as a community of people and, and it not being like this recreational experience that you have by yourself in your apartment or house right. or whatever. You know, like you're traveling, you are giving intention to what you were doing, you're fasting, you know, you're participating in the creation of it. It looked like, the. I mean, at least the people that we watched, uh, it looked like they were helping to prepare the brew. They were, like, smashing really so. the, the bark and, you know, preparing everything and, like, ripping all the leaves off and stuff. So yeah, um, preparing all of it and then coming together in a communal space,
0: mm-hmm.
1: taking it together, and literally, like, I mean, the way that Chelsea described it, you're out in the pitch black of the jungle and you just are treated to a symphony of people like puking and shitting for a little while or them
0: crying or crying or, or freaking out or freaking you know? out or
1: and you know <clears throat> I can only I mean there are even a people a couple people on the the uh, doc that we've watched where it was just you know some people had amazing transformative experiences and other people were like yeah I was just puking the whole time and I didn't really get anything mm-hmm. you know so it's like it definitely is this um, very personal technology. However, you get, I think, more out of the experience when you come together in a community because then after it's all done, then you have a chance to come back and it's very important to share your experience in the circle, in the community. Um, even hearing other people's explanations of what they experienced Will help you to have more context for what you experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So you walk out of there truly transformed. Plus, you also got to consider the fact that most of us, I think, are dealing with traumas that stem from not being loved or not being supported at some level, you know, whatever it may be. And it may be something that's external or it might be internal. It may be something that happened 10 time, 10 lifetimes ago that you're still like working through. Right. But it's carried, carried through your body, carried through the energy of your body and your, your, your consciousness. So like when you get into that space where everyone there is doing the same thing and everyone there has the intention of like seeking more love and more support, how could Mm -hmm. you not just like get something out of that? You know. Of
0: course, yeah, and that's just like only one aspect of it too. That's not even like what happens on your way home and what happens in your life afterwards, right. or what's happening in the the actual take taking of the ayahuasca and before. Uh-huh. So like that's just like again like it's such an in depth process and like that community element. I think you're you're right is important because then you realize that your pain is. Everyone else's pain—that you're all connected. Yeah. That you're right. That we can all heal together, and that that's how we can really truly heal together. Well,
1: that's sort of the the ultimate goal, is it not? You know.
0: To heal together.
1: Yeah. So that well, each one of us healing ourselves, and then once we can each heal ourselves, then we we come together to heal ourselves collectively as a culture, and then that collectively then reaches out to other cultures around the world and then other Mm -hmm. cultures can heal themselves and thus the world gets healed um i think a lot of people will have disbelief in that idea and think it'll never happen um there was a period of time when i feel felt that same way um but i feel like it's possible i mean all things are possible um so but it again it it does boil down back to and a lot of these experiences with psychedelics are similar in the sense that we're seeking healing through them, you know yeah um a boga definitely i mean when, oh, when for sure. we went through that whole like ritual last time in the last episode, like I mean, you're definitely going through that knowing that like you're gonna come out of it healed like oh, how yeah. could you not?
0: Well, same with this one. We should go through what the ritual is like for this one, just to give people some comparison of, like, okay. the difference. So one thing about uh, iboga versus, like, ayahuasca is iboga. You are up all night. There is light. There is music. There is, like, it's very, like, you're going to keep going. Yeah, you keep going, which is a very masculine thing, yeah. which we also talked about with peyote in our earlier episodes, uh, or right. earlier episode. So and that one's done. You stay up all night. You're awake all night, and you're still awake all night for ayahuasca too. But you're doing and then the pitch dark. Like there's no, there's no music. There's no. When
1: you're you're tra- you're traveling, yeah. I would say more. You know, like you're you're not like moving per se. You know, yeah, you're not really. I mean,
0: the most physical movement that you're gonna dreaming. do with ayahuasca is like if you have to like take like take a shit or throw up or. Or something like this is a medicine where you, you really can't physically move. Like you're, you're going to be laying down on the mat for the majority of the time. And this is an hours of experience. And so they, so basically what you do is you prepare, as we said before, you have this intense diet. So again, no red meat, no smoking, no sex, no salt, no sugar, no alcohol. Um, And I think there's some other, maybe some other things too. I'm sure there are other things and it's, like, a very plant-based... Oh, yeah, no dairy um, was the other one, too. So you have to do this. No toys. <laughs> no toys. <laughs>
1: Put your toys away.
0: Yep. But you're doing this to cleanse yourself, to purify your body, so your body can best handle this, and so you can have the the, the ultimate or the best experience with it. Um Otherwise, you're just going to be puking almost the entire time, I think, or you just won't really get the benefits of it. Um, So then, obviously, you go, and then they have an altar space, and they have a community space, and they will basically set some intentions. They will pray over the, the bark and the leaves, and they'll cut them together. They'll brew them together, and they'll kind of just sit and kind of talk with one another for a moment, and then... Eventually, the shaman mixes the brew. Once it is night time, so they wait until it's night to mm-hmm. begin. And one by one, one person, or it's just, I've seen some people like drink it like together. Um, will drink the brew, and then typically you will start throwing up almost. Immediate. Not, not. Some people say immediately. Some people say it takes like with the first half hour. I think you
1: have to like really get it into your system for it to like really work on you. Because that one guy yeah, was like, like, I puke it immediately every time and never get experience. You know. Yeah.
0: So. But <coughs> you typically do do puke at some point, and then some people say it comes in waves, and some people say after a few hours there's a peak, and the peak lasts for about an hour or so. And again, like you are in darkness and you are just surrendering to the darkness you're surrendering to the unknown you're also surrendering to the sounds of the jungle because again remember you're gonna be if you're in the amazon of course you're gonna be in the middle of a jungle now of course I don't know what any other more modern ayahuasca trips look like I would be curious to to know I know like We've seen people; they're just in a dark room together, we have, uh, and then they'll play like nature music. We
1: should have watched that ayahuasca show with that guy in Kentucky. That's on. Vice
0: yeah, Land. we did. I do remember watching some of that, though. Like, I yeah, do, I do remember, remember that guy was intense as fuck. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> he was a pretty intense dude, um, but I'm doing
1: this legally. <laughs> like, wait.
0: Well, I mean, because again, this is an illegal. Again, and we know why it's illegal. It's because it causes you doesn't cause you i'm saying let me rephrase that it helps you remember that you're a sovereign being and to think for yourself what all psychedelics do and it makes you question people who are trying to abuse power and authority etc so that's why it's illegal that's like the truth of it um but there are again a lot of churches in the united states like i said there's one i think not too far from us um that are now legal because they are under the protection of a, like a religion or of a church. I don't know the exact law. I should have looked into that. I like totally even like forgot that. That was a thing. I was so focused on like the, the Amazon experience, right. The, the original, like the rooted experience. No, it's
1: more, I think we've always strived to start with the roots of Mm -hmm. where things come from. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. don't, don't beat yourself up too badly. on that. Yes.
0: So, yeah, so you're going all night, and then once the morning hits, you get together with a group with everyone, like Dave was saying, and you all share your experiences, and then then you integrate the medicine again just after you move on. Usually you I usually I think they
1: do it like two or three times throughout the course of that like, Yeah, like experience. the weekend. Yeah, like you're there for like a weekend or yeah. retreat, essentially. Yeah,
0: I've heard, some, I've some heard go that longer. too. I
1: think they even go like up to a week. hmm Yeah. Um. But, you know, I've heard other people, you know, like uh, though, though, I remember f- for me personally, the one story of a, a DMT or well, ayahuasca experience. DMT is different. It's the psychoactive substance within ayahuasca, but ayahuasca is the brew itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I remember hearing the story of Graham Hancock,
0: uh-huh. the
1: author, historian, uh, journalist. He um, did a couple of ayahuasca trips himself when he was researching his book, uh, Kingdom of the Gods, I think it was, what it was called, something like that, or Serpent of the Gods or something like that, I can't remember what it's called now, hmm. um, but he recounted how he was basically shown by Mother Ayahuasca that his marijuana habit had gotten way out of control.
0: Mm. And
1: he had explained how he literally was smoking like sixteen joints a day.
0: Oh my gosh! That's yeah. Okay, but no. But I mean, this no judgment to the amount that you decide to smoke, whatever, yeah, whatever it is, but This was that, back that in. That does the, seem this like a lot. Like I could not. The do day, that. though,
1: you know, this is a long time ago. So the weed's probably a little different than what it is now. But at the same time, so, like just smoking that much throughout the day, I feel like is a lot. You know. Yeah. Um, however. He admitted that he knew, like, there was a part of him that recognized that, like, you know, this is not helping me right now. Like, mm-hmm. he re- he's, he said that he re- he thought he had uh, was relying on it too much for his creativity in order for him to write the
0: mm-hmm. best that he could
1: write, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what he felt like he needed to learn was, like, to be able to take a break from it and understand that, like, I can do this without it and... I think recently he came back to it. He started smoking pot again. What well, pot? Marijuana again? Uh, I say that because I was at the doctor earlier today, and they used the term, and I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, so he was on, like Joe Rogan or something like that. And I think they shared like a joint for the first time. He had smoked for the first time in like ten years or something like that. It's mm, uh, a long time. Yeah, but anyway, I just remember him talking about that experience, and that really piqued my interest. And I heard. Um, Duncan Trussell, the guy who voices mm-hmm. the character on Midnight, Midnight Gospel, Gospel. Uh, he was talking about. I believe it was Duncan Trussell. He was talking about how when he took it, he remembered like these neon glowing, like black light glowing, like snakes, like coming out of mm. the jungle and surrounding him, and then like literally like wrapping themselves around his body. And then, like, burrowing themselves into his body and, like, slowly, like, just, like, ripping his body apart. And just, like, watching as his whole body was just ripped to shreds by these, like, serpents. And then, like, realizing, like, he still existed, Mm -hmm. you know? And he was like, whoa, like, I am not a body. Like, this is insane. Yeah. And had that experience of literally not being out a body, not having a body. Mm-hmm. And I do have glimmers of that experience. Do you know being on like uh, magic mushrooms because you do have that like disassociation. You know mm-hmm. where like you become the observer. So in a way, like yeah, you're yeah, in you're a body, not but as you're, ad,
0: but you're not so attached.
1: Right, and I thought it was interesting that they in that one play a doc that we watched. They referred to mushrooms as the children of.
0: Yeah, that's Ayahuasca, the first time I've ever really heard that. Because, like, when you think about it, you know, we have Iboga, which is considered to be the father of psychedelics. If we're, if we're, if all of this is, is true, right? No, no, which it no, seems no. like who, there's a...
1: Who fathered who? Who's right. getting together with who <laughs> out in that interdimensional space? I don't know. Yeah, What yeah. kind of sexual situations are happening? <laughs> is there just, like, a crazy orgy happening and they're making all these, like, psychedelics? And right? all their children? I don't
0: know. Who knows? Who knows, who knows what things? happens? But we have ayahuasca as the mother, ayahuasca as the father, and then and else? then mushrooms and cannabis are considered to be like the children, so
1: the children.
0: I just hearing that is like, huh? It's interesting, but it makes sense because and I don't even know where a bufa would even fit into any of this category. I think it's its own separate thing. I don't. Cousin. It's a cousin, maybe yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a, or an uncle. <laughs>
0: or an uncle. Yeah. But again, yeah. like the bufo experience too, also seems intense. But remember, the bufo experience is only like it's, it's super intense for fifteen Very minutes. Short.
1: Yeah, whereas ayahuasca lasts quite hours. a long time hours, yeah, like and it's four like I
0: don't think you have to do nearly as much preparation for no. For well, Bufo. I, it sounds at least to me I'm like, not sure. Maybe well, it sounded you do. to me like they, they still seem did like some.
1: It. it seemed to me like they did some kind of like faster cleansing or something before they did it. I can't remember. Well, yeah, specifics, most shamans but, will typically
0: do a cleanse before right. people go into that. So right, right. Because um, so, they're very
1: spiritual about.
0: it. Well, yeah, because again, like this is not something that's for everybody, and like they specifically talked about that specifically with ayahuasca. Like you have to be, like internally strong enough to be able to face your shadows and not just face your shadows but uh. face your fears and be able to handle some of the intensity of the whole experience mentally physically emotionally and spiritually because you're essentially surrendering surrendering yourself to the unknown you are safe and you are okay but it is not something that i think you know people with mania or like schizophrenia or people who just are no. not really truly open to it, it or willing it to like listen to it yeah it can yeah. like literally I make could it see worse that
1: too you know where it's just like you're already starting <clears throat> heart out. problems well I mean I would imagine that a lot of those types of disorders are some kind of like imbalance between the chemical in the brain and whatever receptors in the brain that are picking up on consciousness so like you know you might have because one of the things that is speculated is that DMT is a naturally occurring Substance in everything mm-hmm. in Like plants and animals and even humans yeah, and we have it And it's thought to be something that Is either uh, able to give us A connection to the dream world mm-hmm. When we dream mm-hmm. Or people have also speculated That it regulates Our reality mm-hmm. That like everything has got A level of DMT that is in concert With our base level Of reality Mm -hmm. and we have the ability with, you know, overdosing on DMT, or I shouldn't say overdosing, but, like, adding more, you know, DMT to our system to expand that window, expand that perception of reality more Mm -hmm. and more. Things
0: that you can't see with the naked eye, things that you can't put into words, things that you don't know how to explain other than to experience it.
1: Right, and and really allow you to open your heart, and when you open your heart... You know, you're letting go of all of those things that are holding you back from being unconditionally loving to everyone, no matter what, you know, even if someone's literally like stabbing you through the chest to death, it's like, yeah, cool, man. Mm -hmm. like you do you you know you you.
0: do you
1: (laughs) i'll see you i'll see you on the next go around you know like oh my god
0: because
1: think about who i can't remember who the monk was um somebody was quoted as saying like um you know something about how you know they were encountering some kind of soldier who was about to kill him strike him down with the sword and, you know, he said, aren't you afraid that I'm going to, you know, kill you? And the guy said, you know, like, you know, I would only be killing myself or, like, you would only be killing yourself or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the quote was now that I think about it. I don't know, I, I don't know <laughs> but, what you're
0: talking about, so um, I'm not, I can't it was, help you. It was
1: basically the idea that, like, we are all one.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: like, why should I be afraid of you killing me when it's just me killing myself, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm going to go around the circle, you are basically saying like, I'm going to be going around the circle again. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and it's, it's almost the same idea as like your plans are not going correct for your day, you know? So like
0: totally the new moon and Aries theme. Right. So like (laughs) when (laughs) things don't go
1: your way, you know, you get upset and get pissed off, but ultimately it's the way it is. And you're going to get another chance at it because life goes on.
0: You or, know? yeah, it just wasn't meant to be It wasn't, you. yeah,
1: maybe meant to be. And that's the same thing with that that idea is like, you know, maybe it just wasn't meant to be for him to continue to go on and he mm-hmm. needed to pass on to go on to something else because it was just the time, you know. Yeah. It's a horrible kind of, you know, thing to think about from a moral, you know, very human moral perspective. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's nevertheless like kind of real. Like, I mean, incarnation is a thing. Mm-hmm. Time is also a thing, and it's not a thing.
0: Well, know? and that's what ayahuasca really is good about. Is like it kind of breaks down those barriers of time and space, and even like the reincarnations. Because right. I remember specifically, it said like uh, that it would talk about where you came from and show you your roots and show you like who you are yeah. your path yeah. like why you came here it like right. it's essentially a Kinda gateway of like core. remembering yeah because yeah. it's a opening of the heart center right. like in which is like i think where you would consider your your core right um well
1: everything develops out of the heart heart's first thing to develop yeah anyway <laughs> um but no, I, I agree. I You know, I definitely feel like ayahuasca al- opens that gateway to allow you to heal yourself. You mm-hmm. know, shows you your traumas and kind of like sits there like a therapist would with you. And it's just like, how do you feel about this? You know, yeah. like, you know.
0: People say it's like 10 years of therapy in one night.
1: Yeah, well, that one guy was saying, you know, the swimmer guy, he was talking about how like he unknowingly was controlled in his life by this need to succeed and he carried this trauma of not being able to live up to the expectations of everyone during this one race in his like junior you know racing career
0: yeah when he was really young right
1: and he carried that with him unknowingly and it affected how he related to his own Mm self-worth and ayahuasca showed him that you're worthy regardless if you win a race or not, sir. Mm -hmm. And the goal in life is not to be winning races or losing races.
0: Right. It's to just enjoy them. Right.
1: And it was one of those things where I, I felt that myself, you know, I didn't even take ayahuasca and I don't know this person, but listening to the story and listening to him emote about it, it was very visceral for myself thinking like, yeah, like I, uh, as well, I have, issues with worthiness and success and money and what it, you know, re- how it relates to how I see myself. And I'm working on that. Everybody, I think, should be in engaged in a conversation with themselves all the time, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those who are afraid to, all oh, the more reason.
0: Yeah, all the more <laughs> reason to dive all deep. All the more Because when you do that, you open yourself up to... The, the really beautiful and magical parts of, of life, right? And when we experience this life there's going to be some kind of trauma and we have to heal in order to keep moving forward and to keep going on and that's why I think these plant medicines are, are here, in order to help us in order to help us heal to help us have these hard conversations with ourselves, to help us like see the unknowingness of even ourselves, that we could be totally unaware of for years before we allow something like ayahuasca to open us up. The one thing that I think was really cool about ayahuasca too was about how they were talking about how those long-term users, long-term users of ayahuasca have more serotonin in their brains essentially, and how it was really really good for treating like any kind of pathological disorders, so like alcoholism and.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: What other ones are they saying? Depression.
1: Yeah, and they, they said it, you know... It was addiction. The people that have used ayahuasca, the, their brain scans and the level of the chemistry in their brain is very different, you know, than the people that haven't taken ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I mean, it makes sense along with other psychedelics that we've, re, you know, researched and discussed here on the show. are in some ways making the brain connect and communicate not only that, but the brain, uh, heart and gut. So like the whole interconnected inner system of our being Mm -hmm. is more connected when we use these substances. And it just like, I can't, I, I can't stress enough, like how upset that I am that, our culture for such a long time has demonized these things. And I mean, I went through the dare program when I was a kid and I just remember thinking uh, to myself, like these are horrible things. And the people yeah, that use them so are
0: so good people. at doing scary, you. Scaring and, you. I, and I was
1: just like, what
0: the fuck
1: coming come, literally coming out of all this stuff and really getting a sense of the reality of it, the truth behind it, seeing the entire story in full context. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes absolute sense. However, it's nevertheless mind numbing and like makes you want to just scream and be like, why? (laughs) Like seriously, like our culture would be so different if we were allowed to be sovereign you know, adults and explore our consciousness in so ways that these. are, The thing is, we are you know, allowed
0: to be sovereign adults. It's just they don't want us shaking. to think that. Yeah. They don't want us to remember that. Well, I mean, it... it but we're gonna, it's gonna and, create we do, the world that and we do, and we see it already create, happening now. You know, yeah.
1: And, and a more self-sustaining world, a world that's more connected to nature, a world that you know, takes better care of mothers. itself. You know, I do truly believe that there there really is something to, you know, the, the whole what you eat, you know, you are thing. Cause well, yeah, we were they talking talk a about lot about that. Diet. Yeah, with ayahuasca were,
0: in particular, like, after ayahuasca and even before.
1: Well, they were saying that the true medicine, when you ask the indigenous people there, is not ayahuasca. It's just the diet. It's mm-hmm. just what you eat, you know. Yep. Like, that's medicine to yep. them, you know.
0: Well, yeah, because your, your gut and your stomach is, like, one of the big one of the biggest functioning parts of our bodies and that tells like that's where we hold like if we break it down to our chakras we have our sacral chakra that's where women we bleed we have our ovaries this is where we give birth this is where life is grown in our womb spaces you know we also have our solar plexus as our inner child our confidence our upper stomach area um how we shine into the world so those two things, like we also have creativity too for the sacral chakra if you're not a womb, if you don't identify with a, a womb. Um, you know, passion and sexuality. And so all of those things are like so important as a human being to have in like good functioning health. So of course, yeah, it like it's like, duh, like when they, when you put it together, it's like, of course it makes sense. But then you don't really always like think about it or remember it. How much the diet really does like mm-hmm. make a difference.
1: Well, then, like, not even just the diet, but during the because ex- that's part of the experience, right? It's yeah, cleansing yourself, you know, treating yourself well, the practice of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, the other part of the experience too that I thought was interesting was when they talked about how during the ceremony sometimes they will sing.
0: Yeah, the you know? cardos
1: and they bring yeah they bring in like this one woman that had an experience she was having trouble with, which you know the experience, and she went up to the shaman and the shaman took a look and literally just started singing this song, and she explained how the song almost she could like understand the technology of the song, you know, or like the song itself was like. Communicating itself or communicating a thought form to her that she wasn't really truly aware of, or how she could, you know, communicate it because it's not one of those I can explain this in words type situations. Mm -hmm. Um, well, it's
0: essentially like the icaros are telling the ayahuasca and telling the medicine, like. What to do and where to go, like how to navigate it, how to like detox things, right? And like you said, but it's like not something that you can put it really put really, like that's just like a basics. A but just like
1: it. auditory sound is yeah. known to be something very closely tied to the spiritual aspect of of healing. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and they,
0: a lot of people test to the. Icaro's being the more potent part. I know, like, for Chelsea, she shared about one of her experiences when she had an Icaro done, and her ayahuasca thing, and she said that that was more, one of the more transformative songs, and she felt it. Like, she felt really kind of crappy going into it at first, and she felt better after the Icaro's. I
1: must say, when I, um... I've taken some high doses of mushrooms by myself, and... I went into the bathroom to take a shower because usually that helps me to kind of, you know, calm myself down a little bit. And um, I remember just, like, standing under the water and letting that water just, like, run over me almost like I was under a waterfall. And I got into a space of being free and open and I let go. And I felt like I could hear, like indigenous sounds and drums and chanting and like almost like I was around a fire and everyone was like doing their static dancing and stuff but then I remember this like kind of experience of something going in my body and doing like a spiritual cleanse as if I knew exactly what the fuck I was doing you know like literally starting from head to toe and like different hand movements and literally like cleansing things out you know you kind of see me just like almost wiping myself down with my the backs of my hands and stuff and just literally doing that from head to toe and it was a, a totally one of those detached moments of i was the observer watching my body do this and i had no idea how i was doing it where it was coming from what was happening you know but knowing that experience myself and then Applying it to all these other experiences it definitely seems as though there's something to sound dance um the exploration of all of the senses mm-hmm. almost unifying in a way you know mm-hmm. that kind of creates you know because you you are even though some psychedelics like iboga you're fasting like with Uh, ayahuasca you're not fasting but you're still like eating a clean diet so you're still very aware of what you're eating and like the you know experience of what that means to you you Mm -hmm, know what i mean mm -hmm. Um, it's
0: another like form of diet or diet change in order to create an experience interesting yeah and so you know it has grown outside of the amazon of course so we're finding it in even native american churches and cultures All all right um which I think is pretty cool. And then the only the other thing that I thought was really beautiful about the ayahuasca too was about how they talked about how ayahuasca is essentially the medicine of truth and authenticity, and it will show you um, your truth and your authenticity.
1: You no know bullshit here.
0: Yeah, no bullshit. You know here. No bullshit here. <laughs> um, so it's a beautiful plant and. It's definitely something that helps you rip out old trauma. It helps you access things from past lives. It also helps you heal any blind spots or reveal any blind spots of yours. I, the one other thing, too, is the vine that they use. Uh, the chukabra is considered to be the, the vine of the dead or vine of souls. So you're essentially mixing that with mother ayahuasca. So you're essentially, like, deciding that you're going to go through this experience and you're going to go through a death of some sort and come out a different person. Because when you, the one thing about ayahuasca that I think is much different compared to some other psychedelics, I mean, all psychedelics will change you, right? But it feels like ayahuasca, when you properly integrate things and really use the medicine the right way, it like literally changes you. Like you come back a different person. Literally. Literally.
1: Literally.
0: Literally.
1: Or is it lit early?
0: All of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> getting lit early. Yeah,
0: getting lit early. Oh wow. So and you know what's funny? You and I were just talking about like and I totally didn't even like associate it with it, but you and I were just talking about taken a break with Mary Jane for a couple of days here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe the ayahuasca medicine is already... Maybe. ...reaching us maybe. without us having it. So the real maybe, question... Maybe
1: there's just a shaman that's going to show up at our front door tomorrow and be like, we heard that you needed these.
0: Hey, you know, I...
1: The spirits call to us and they say, bring the bro to this. <laughs>
0: I've always wanted to do ayahuasca, but I've never really felt the call, but I feel like I've, I have felt that recently. I cannot tell you how many times Peru specifically keeps coming up for me, like everywhere or people that I know or in other conversations or, or somebody's there right now that I know, or it's just, it's insane to me like how much that is coming up right now. And I just talked to a friend who actually went to Peru and did a San Pedro ceremony but then unintentionally like found another shaman where she did another San Pedro san ceremony. She's glad that she had that experience. But Is that somebody I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um we'll so, talk about that later. Yeah. Um <laughs> so it's just really interesting. It's like I feel I've, I am beginning to feel a call to Peru to explore some sort of plant medicine, whether it's ayahuasca okay. or San Pedro or I don't know, but I've had so many close encounters of Peru recently, which I think is really interesting. Even, like, the song Peru keeps coming up on my playlist a lot.
1: Hey, it gets you one of those Peruvian flutes.
0: I actually have a pan Peruvian pan flute. Um, I would love another one, but I do have a, a Peruvian pan flute, and I do also have, thanks to uh, a friend of mine, uh, a rock from Machu Picchu. You could,
1: uh... One of those flutes that uh, our buddy Leonard has.
0: I do want one of those too.
1: Like it's like a dual chamber thing. Yeah. Like you can play like two two tones at the same time. Yeah, it's like a like a bass tone, and then you can play a melody over top.
0: Yeah. It's dope. It looks really cool. So dope. So I definitely want to try it. I definitely I would like my first experience to be in the Amazon. I am so grateful and happy to see that this medicine is going beyond the Amazon and that we are finding ways to modernize it and integrate it in our culture. But I think before I have a modern version of it, I would really like the the rooted, original what, version of it first. If you found first. out
1: that you had a shaman that you were related to in Mexico and they were an ayahuasca shaman.
0: All the Mind more blown. reason. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... See, as far as I know... There's nobody in my family that practices any of these kinds of plant medicines or knowledge or know. yeah, as far as I know, it that's could right. it would be a long distant cousin or long uncle distant. or
1: yeah, they'd be coming down from the mountains or like four hundred years old somebody
0: that I don't <laughs> know or somebody that like has always been a part of the family but they, it's like secret or right. I don't know like Well oh,
1: that's that's ayahuasca so and so.
0: What about you, Dave? Do you want to try ayahuasca? Oh, after... I, th-
1: I thought you were gonna to ask me if I thought that I had any ancient, like shamanic, like ancestors that were practicing. I no, made you No mind. Polish ancestors of mine.
0: No German. No. No <laughs> yeah, Irish ones. No, or... no
1: German or Irish ayahuasca shamans not over that you here. Know of. Yeah, not that I know. Of. Um, yeah, I would definitely do it. I would definitely do it. I mean, it would be obviously a a trip, man. It would, it would be an investment, uh, both mind, body, soul, and all the other ways. But, um, yeah, I, I think I would want to do it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mainly just to say I did do it and know that I had the well, experience. Well, you can't
0: go just to do it. You have to go with an intention. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, I would obviously go with my own personal int- intentions. Yeah. You know, like, I...
0: You don't have to tell everybody what your intentions are. I keep the secret. Yeah, yeah. But that's the other thing that was really important about ayahuasca, too, is that you have to go in with intention. Like, you have to know exactly why you're going. This is not something like like you you have to go, why, you have to know why you're going there and know that you're going to become a different person. That's right.
1: Well, we have reached the end of the show.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: know. I was trying to come up with something. That
0: was...
1: <laughs> I didn't want to. See, I didn't want to do that. Like my first inclination was like, it's the end of the show. But it's like, no, like it should be happy. Like we did a good show. Like, we did it. Wah.
0: Yay. You know? And no so... kitty interruptions.
1: Yeah, that was very nice. See, I we, it was the
0: intentions that we did before the show
1: yes, yes it and I was.
0: think that really helped so. us so all
1: right guys thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of higher consciousness um, all about good?
0: yes yes definitely make sure you're subscribed to any podcast streaming service whether you're on Apple or Spotify or anchor or Wherever. Uh, I Man, you, are you Apple us. listeners
1: are really like.
0: Yeah, what's up, Apple listeners? I mean, was,
1: Spotify was reigning champ there for a while, but then and all Apple's of a sudden. Taking like, Apple's taking over.
0: Yeah, Coming just kind of the... out of nowhere, too. Outside,
1: outside the... <laughs> Apple! I don't
0: know.
1: I don't know what the fuck I was doing there. It like started out as a racetrack guy and then turned into a soccer I guy. I thought we um,
0: were on a horse track. Yeah,
1: yeah. It started out like that, oh, but okay. then at the end, uh, he scored. Like horses don't score.
0: Like, how do you that's
1: know? Scott, how do I know? <laughs> how do I? I'm pretty familiar. Did you know that they don't a horse yell track out, out score when the race is over? <laughs> like, what are they gonna do? Another <laughs> race and see how many points they can collect? Is that a new, do we just invent a new horse-based sport? I
0: mean, come on. I feel like they had a bet of sports like that. All
1: right. Anyway, before we get too far. Thank you so
0: much for listening. Yeah. Anyway. And make sure that you're finding us on Instagram at higher underscore consciousness underscore talk.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautifully said. Thank you. And just for that, you better go and follow
0: he just gave you, like, a mighty superhero fist. <laughs> Big <old> fist. Like,
1: <laughs> you couldn't see that, but I did.
0: But that's what he did. That's so right. thank you so much, and we love you all, and we will see you next week, right? For yeah. another round another of... One.
1: Another one! <laughs> DJ Khali! <Carly. laughs>
0: Alright, sorry. I had to do it. It's so funny. I I know, it's okay. Yeah, we don't know what we'll do yet, but we'll find out here soon. Alright,
1: we'll see you. Talk to you later. Bye! -bye. Okay, bye!
0: Listen the more Higher Consciousness every Thursday on Spotify at 8pm Eastern Standard Time.